Hallelujah. We may be seated. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Greetings, church, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Are we blessed to be here? Hallelujah. Praise be to God. It's a bit hot. It's summer. Amen. Hallelujah. But we thank God. We thank God for, for uh, affording us uh, this opportunity uh, to come and minister the word of God. Uh, let me acknowledge uh, uh, Pastor Joshua in our midst. Uh, thank you, sir, for this opportunity. And also uh, our senior pastor, Pastor uh, Elijah Makangu. Amen. Hallelujah. So greetings, church. Amen. Are we, are we excited to be here? Amen. I, I, I can tell it's, it's a bit hot, so I'm sure people are, are you know, dozing a bit. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we, we will be talking about our heritage of faith. Amen. And my subheading will be God's power on that. Praise be to God. Let's go to our Bibles. If you have one, Acts chapter 17. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 17, verse 1, verse 24, sorry. The, <clears throat> praise God. The true God is the creator of all things. He is the owner and Lord of the heavenly realm and the earthly realm. And he doesn't live in man-made temples. He supplies life and breath and all things to every living being. He does not lack anything that we mortals could supply for him. For he has all things and everything he needs. From one man, Adam, he made every man and woman and every race of humanity. And he spread us over all the earth. He sets the boundaries of people and nations determining their appointed time in history. Praise be to God. Verse 27, he has done this so that every person would long for God, feel their way after him, and find him. For he is the God who is easy to discover. Now that portion of scripture that we read, it's a, it's a, it's a preaching that or, or maybe it was really a submission by Paul. I think, I think Paul was very smart uh, because what was happening here, he was in the city of, F, uh, of, of um, Athens. Amen. Hallelujah. I almost said Ephesus. Amen. Glory to God. He was in the city of Amen. Athens, a city given to learning and idol worship. Now, in the city of Athens, there were actually um, statues, statues of uh, various gods. Idol, uh, idol worshiping was 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 the biggest. It's actually said that in the city of Athens, there were more gods than men. I I I love I love your. You know, your, these movies like your Troy, uh, Gladiator, it does not mean that I love fighting. I, I just, <laughs> I just in, enjoy the, the storyline 
behind them. So, so, so they say that, and, and you pick it up when you watch such movies, that they would say there are more gods in, in Greece than, than men. So almost everything for them is a god. You see, so, so now, as Paul was walking through the city, he sees one of the altars, one of the, of the, of the statues that are put there, that it's dedicated to the unknown God. Here's why I'm saying Paul was smart. In him wanting to preach about Christ, he thinks to himself, I am going to talk about this God that you say he's unknown. And it's actually said, yo, the guy was smart. So, in him talking about, about this God, see, Paul was learned. Paul had learned the Greek literature. He read their poet. You, you hear it, if we were to read a bit down, you would see that he actually started quoting some of their poets who said that we are the offsprings of Zeus. That's how they would put it. So he's referring, remember, he wants to say to them, I want to introduce you to who? The unknown God. Now, Paul takes what they know, they knew what they were used to or accustomed to. Out of it, he says to them that actually the one who brought all these things into being is that unknown God. Look at what he says here. Let me just go a bit back. Maybe take me back there. From one man, verse 26. From one man, Adam, he made every man every woman and every race of humanity when you read it in in maybe the king james the king james will say from one blood god or zeus as it would be referred to in the greek uh, it would be uh, they would be referring to god as zeus that from him all that we see created came from or sprang out of him. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. So his point was to say to them that there is a God that you don't know about. There is a God that created everything you see. There is a God to whom all life has sprang out of. Praise be to God. And in that skillful manner, Paul does not end there. He, after he had said that, he said that God has winked or God has overlooked those times of ignorance in that now he's speaking, but he's speaking in a different manner. God is speaking in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. You see, the thing about God is that from the beginning of time, when things started or when time, life started, God had a plan. You go and check in our cultures, in our traditions, you find that we are all we are all killing something at some point. Kill a chicken. Kill a goat. For some reason we just believe there is there is life. There is healing. There is resurrection. Where did we get it from? It is because God never left himself without a, a witness in the traditions of men. All that was to lead men back to himself. It was not the end of the story. It was God saying that there is a mystery in the blood. 
So if today you go home and they say, hey, Renale Mushumo, what they are actually saying is that there is something we have received from our cultures, from our traditions, from, from those that came before us. They said, this is how you get your things to open up. This is how you get doors to open up. Kill something. What was it? It was God saying, I have given a witness. But that witness was to point to something better that is coming. I believe that in all the generations that have passed, God has been speaking one way or the other. We have a privilege of knowing what he was saying to the Jews because it is documented. It is the scriptures. But within every other people, nation, God has never left himself a witness. Even nature itself, it's a witness that there is a creator and he has given a certain specific order as to how things should happen. We may come in your day and my day and say, no, I prefer to do it this way. But it does not change that God created it to be that way. It will just be us deciding or feeling that who made it a law. But really, it is how he made it. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Why? In the nations of the world, he never left himself without a, a witness. When you read the Bible in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 1. Let's read that. Praise God. Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 1. Hallelujah. He says, God who at different or sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom he has made also he has also made the worlds. Amen. He has also made the worlds by whom? By his son. Huh. So it means that God over all the ages of the world, really he has been trying to get everyone to come to this point to realize that he has a son by whom he has made all things. The killing of animals, it was pointing to him. It actually makes me to think that Moses was it articulate enough to explain to us that no, the killing of animals is actually pointing to a sacrifice that God will give. Amen. Well, am I speaking over your heads? Am I? Am I with you? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I, I sometimes, you know, I'm a, I'm a very, uh, what? I'm a, I, I critic myself a lot. Uh, because I listen to myself and I'm like, dude, you get excited over stuff and you think people are going to see what you see. <sighs> Amen. But I pray for you. 
that you may get what I'm saying. <laughs> Praise be to God. Hallelujah. So here is my point. So God speaks to Moses. He says to Moses, these ordinances are to be observed up until this time when the real sacrifice comes. Here's my point. When, when Paul was preaching in Athens, he was preaching saying to them that your own poets, poet is a prophet. All right? Your own poets, they spoke about a God who created all things. They say by him we live, we move, and have our being. Now, in the, in the history of Greek, Athens as it were, there was a time, it is said that it was like our COVID now. Amen? So, what had happened was that there was a scourge of, 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 of disease at the time. And they did not know what to do. And they con consulted this poet who, when he came, he said to them, take lambs, right? Lambs like, like, liguana, dingu, sheep. Amen. Hallelujah. Take lambs and spread them or put them in one place. Let them spread across the city. That happened. And then he spilled the blood of one. If you, are, you have read Leviticus, you will know that that's what Moses did. Moses said, take two uh, goats or, or, or sheep or lamb and kill one, let the other go. So the one that was killed, take the blood, go and sanctify the temple. All right? Then the one that is let go, it is the escape goat. Remember, the sins of the people are leaving the people. Alright? So, when he released those, or when that prophet said he was actually preaching without preaching. So, when Paul stood there, he says to them, hey, what you saw in those uh, centuries, uh, years ago, in those past decades, past centuries, it was really a testament that God has offered a sacrifice. Hear what Paul says. After Paul has said that, he says to them that to prove that God indeed is the one who created all things and life springs out of him. He has given us this witness. He has raised Jesus from the dead. Powerful. Powerful. Because he is saying that what you saw in the early centuries, you the Greeks, it was really God living himself a testimony that there is a savior. So salvation was never for the Jews only. Salvation was for all mankind. Because in all generations of mankind, God has been speaking. God has been speaking. Praise be to God. How do people dream? Who makes them dream? Who tells them, don't go there, don't do that? God. God. He has never left himself without a witness. Even today, he's still speaking. But here is his message. He's drawing us to himself. Praise be to God. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. 
Paul writes, he says that before verse 16, he says that I am sent to the barbaric. I am sent to the land and to the unland. I am sent to the rich and I am sent to the poor. I am sent to all mankind. And he says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says that that gospel is the power of God unto salvation. What does that gospel do? That gospel breaks away the walls of partition, the walls that separate us, they are broken in the gospel. Let me tell you something. In Genesis chapter 11, we see a people coming together. They are one mind. They are one heart. They want to build what? They want to build a man-dominated kingdom. And God looked at it and he said, no, it is not to work that way. I did not create man to be by himself. Man is to have help. The help of man is not woman. No, it's God. I think I went too fast on that one. <laughs> I laugh at the husbands. They're like, ah, what do you mean? <laughs> the help, the help of men is God. No woman can help you. You need God. You need God. We are too complicated. Praise be to God. Men's help is God. Amen. Your wife can try. She can fast. She can fast and fast and fast. She, she will live a life of fasting. Oh? And you will live a life of troubling and troubling and troubling her. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Why? Because your help is God. So, it, it, at uh, Genesis chapter, chapter 11, the Tower of Babel, it was man building by himself. Look at Genesis chapter, uh, not Genesis, Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, God brings men together. He gives them one, one language. Bayakalaba. One language. Uh -uh. It is not that language. It's not a language that you and I are speaking now. The Bible says, how do I, how do I know? How do I know? The Bible says in the book of First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2 that if and any man who speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak unto men. He speaks unto God. For no man understands him. So it is God's language. What is happening? This oneness now, it's not initiated by men. It's initiated by God. It is God's what? men. It is not men building. To, are you getting what I'm saying? So in Genesis 11, they are building towards God. It is men towards God. It is the religions of the world. Men towards God. But what happened in Acts chapter 2? It was God's word to men. He gave them one language. He gave them one language. He gave them one language. So for the believer, we are not celebrating Babel. For the believer, we say, ah, ah, greater than Babel has come. God what? To men. God what? 
to men. Praise be to God. What does he say about tongues? He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself. Builds himself up. Like a dynamo. Like a dynamo. You are building strength from within. How, how do you withstand the challenges that you face on a day-to-day basis? Pray in other tongues. God's word to men. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. I don't know how I got here, but I'm here now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It is what God has given us. Use it. Use it. Use it. He said, by this speaking, they shall be refreshed. It's a refreshing for you. Man of God, am I just going to be saying sha da 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 sha da 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 Yeah, yeah. You say sha da da You say da-do-de-da. You go on. You go on until sha da da do does something in the inside of you. And you say, that weakness is broken up. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself. Edifies himself, builds himself up, builds himself up. Hallelujah. I don't know where depression is coming from. I don't know why, why things are the way they are right now. I'm not a doctor and I'm not against doctors, but I know that there is what God has given us, and when we use it, it works. I know that much. I know that much. I know that when he says he restores my soul, he means it. See, God cannot tell you something that is impossible for you to do. He can't say do it when he says, when he says to you be anxious for nothing. It means you can be anxious for nothing. When he says do not worry about tomorrow, it means it is possible for you to not worry about tomorrow he is the god of the whole earth i like thinking of my life this way that lord i'm like an end anything can just pin me down i'm out it happens you know you know you are with someone today they go and sleep tomorrow they are gone. No explanation. No medical explanation. No, 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 maybe. Maybe you know. No, no, no. It happens. If my value in life was to be in anything else but you, life is meaningless. Life is meaningless. Find who you are in him. Your identity is in what he's doing in your life. Build yourself up on your most holy faith by praying in the spirit. Find value there. I remember right in the middle of COVID, I took a walk. I was like, Lord, no. People are dying, young and old. What's happening? What's going to happen? And then he said to me, my purpose cannot be killed. 
my plan cannot be killed. Stick with it. The, 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 our problem is that, you know, because, because you know someone, Sister Amgoni, who was prayerful, serving God, and something happens to them. They are not the standard. They are, are you the only person who knows God's plan or who knows the purpose of God about you? There are only two people. It's you and it's God. Finish and clap. Not pastor. Not elder. You and God, you know where you are. You know where you are going. You know that if at any time, if anything can say stop now, you will die a sorrowful man. You know that if right now that trumpet can sound, you will be joyful. You know and God knows. I may be a pastor, I don't know you that well. He may be a pastor, he does not know you that well. But you know. Let me finish by saying this. Paul says to them that God separated us, put us in our designated places for this one purpose, that we may reach after him. Why are you who you are? Why are you where you are? That you may reach after him. What does he want to do? He wants to build one new man. No race. No color. No differences. We all want. That's what God wants to do. Praise be to God. Xenophobia cannot, cannot exist in him. No, it's not there. It's not there. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. No matter your language, no matter your, your perspective, it does not change God's plan. He sees he created one man. One man. Man, woman, uh, uh, no 50-50, one. 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 Whole. Whole. You remember whole? Whole. A whole number. One. One man. That's how he sees us. Let's stand up on our feet. There's an old song we used to sing. We were foreigners in relation to Israel. We were foreign to being born again. We were strangers in relation to God, their creator. But now we are the sons, the sons of God. That song says that we were foreigners. We were outside. But now, God has brought us into one family. It is the household of faith. I don't see your color. You don't see my color. Amen. I actually think that apartheid is one stupidest sickness in the whole world. I mean, how do you, how do you, uh, uh, what's the word? How do you look down on a person who you just see the outside but the blood is the same go to the hospital lie on that bed let them look for blood let me come and give you my blood it can't exist xenophobia it can't 
All these differences that we have made, they cannot exist. God made all men with one blood. One blood. We have the same blood. We are all one. And God's plan is for us to see us that way. Receive what is from God's word and let it flow. Praise be to God. The whole point for God to put us where we are, where we were, it was so that we may grow up after him. We may reach out to him. And now we are in the house of God. I see you as my brother. You see me as your brother. You are my sister. I am your brother. We are all one. Praise God. Can I throw in something there? You remember Paul. Paul was killing the church. Killing the church. The guy was going from place to place. Killing the church. Jesus appears to Ananias. He says to him. Go and pray for Paul. Ananias says to Jesus that. That man is persecuting us. Immediately after Jesus spoke to him. Ananias when he gets there. He says brother Paul. Brother Paul, it's no longer you, injurious man. You criminal. Brother Paul, you are my brother. You are my sister, regardless of our differences.